Dofsia TV here. Today we'll be recapping Black Christmas, originally titled Silent Night, Evil Night in the United States, is a 1974 Canadian slasher film. An invisible figure climbs the facade of a sorority house, where a Christmas party is being hosted, and enters the attic. The house phone rings, and Jess answers to learn it is an obscene phone call from a person who has called before. Jess calls the other sorority members and they listen while the caller shouts in odd tones. Barb taunts the caller, who, in turn, swears to kill her. A younger student, Claire Harrison, implies that the caller could be dangerous before retiring to her bedroom. The intruder suffocates Claire with a plastic garment bag and transfers her body to the attic. The next morning, Mr. Harrison goes to pick up his daughter, but she does not show up at the agreed-upon time. Jess explains to her boyfriend Peter that she is pregnant and wants to seek an abortion, angering Peter, and they agree to address it later. In town, Mr. Harrison attempts to report Claire as missing. At the police station, they learn that a young local girl has also gone while walking home from school. Mr. Harrison, Chris, Jess, and Phil assist in the search for the missing girl after having to put a drunken barb to bed. Meanwhile, the house mother, Mrs. McHenry, discovers Claire's body and the killer tosses a crane hook into her face, hanging and killing her. In the park, the missing girl's mangled body is found by the police. Jess answers another obscene phone call and resolves to make a report with the police, only for Peter to surprise her. In spite of his best efforts, she refuses to get married and reiterates her desire to terminate her unborn child. Peter leaves angry while Lieutenant Fuller arrives with a telephone lineman above the phone. After the police leave, the killer murders Barb with a glass figurine. Jess has another frightening phone call, in which the caller restates her fight with Peter. Lieutenant Fuller calls her to report the attempt to trace the call failed, and theorizes that Peter could be responsible, but Jess doubts this. Phil is slain next. Jess gets another phone call, in which the killer alludes to some sort of violation involving two youngsters named Agnes and Billy. The call is long enough to be tracked, and Sergeant Nash advises Jess to leave the property immediately, as the calls are originating from within the house. She goes upstairs to check on Barb and Phil out of concern for their well-being and comes face to face with the bodies of both women. One of the windows opens just in time to reveal Peter, who has been hiding outside the cellar, as she is being pursued by the assailant. He destroys the window and enters the basement. The cops arrive and hear Jess screaming. They found her barely awake in the basement with Peter's bloody body next to her. They put Jess to bed in her room, believing Peter was the assassin, and then abandoned her in the house with a cop watching over her. From the attic, the killer's voice can be heard, indicating his continued existence. The still undiscovered remains of Claire and Mrs. McHenry are seen through the attic window before the house's telephone begins to ring, leaving Jess' destiny uncertain. I'm sure you're enjoying this story, so a simple like and subscription would be greatly appreciated. If you haven't already. The original Black Christmas ending and the identity of the killer explained. Bob Clark's massively acclaimed 1974 slasher film Black Christmas is a twisted tale of holiday murder, and it has a fittingly terrifying ending. Black Christmas, directed by Bob Clark in 1974, is one of the most influential slasher films of all time. The story takes place in a sorority house, where the residents are preparing a Christmas party before they depart for the summer. When a perverted assassin breaks into the house, they have no idea that they are being stalked by a serial killer intent on killing them all at once. The story of a babysitter who discovers that the threatening phone calls she's been receiving are originating from inside her own home served as inspiration for the film Black Christmas. In the video, the unknown murderer makes calls to the residents in which he speaks in multiple voices, carrying out conversations relating to persons called Billy and Agnes, mixed with bizarre moans and cries and violent, sexually explicit mutterings. 
The protagonist of the movie, Jess, is concerned when one of her friends goes missing and notifies the police, who tap the sorority house's phone line in order to find out who is making the calls. As if the killings and the phone calls weren't enough to deal with, Jess has now found that she's pregnant, and her boyfriend Peter grows increasingly unstable after she informs him that she plans to seek an abortion. Jess' friend Claire has actually been slain by Billy, who has stashed her body in front of the attic window in a gruesome display. The body of a 13-year-old girl is also discovered in a nearby park, and is thought to be Billy's first victim of the night. Sorority mother Mrs. Mack is slain while searching the attic for her missing cat, and Jess' sorority sisters Barb and Phil are also cruelly killed. Eventually only Jess is left alive in the house, and after a series of failures the authorities are eventually able to work out where the calls are coming from. What happens in Black Christmas 1974's ending? However, when it is discovered that Billy has already slain Lt. Ken Fuller, who is in charge of investigating the calls and disappearances at the sorority home, he leaves Jess all alone and without any way to defend herself. The piano that Peter had smashed earlier is now found by Fuller at the music conservatory, where he is on the hunt for Peter, the key suspect in the case. It's at this point that Billy makes another phone call, this time staying on the line long enough for the call to be traced and to reveal that the phone calls are originating from inside the house. Fuller contacts bungling police officer Nash and orders him to phone Jess and advise her to get out of the house without generating a panic. Nash, however, loses his calm and tells Jess that the killer is in the house. Instead of leaving, Jess walks upstairs to check on Phil and Barb. She finds them, all right, but they are beyond rescuing, bloodied and dead in one of the bedrooms upstairs. After discovering their bodies, Jess glances through the crack in the door and sees Billy cowering behind it. She flees downstairs, but the front door is jammed, so she runs into the basement instead and shuts the door behind her. After trying and failing to get through the door, Billy retreats, leaving a horrified Jess in the basement. She sees a shadowy person gazing through the basement windows, and suddenly Peter comes at the door, shouting for her. Jess, fearing that Peter is the killer, tries to hide, but he destroys a window and goes into the basement. Soon identifying Jess' hiding place, he approaches her gently. A simple like and subscription would be greatly appreciated. If you haven't already. When Fuller and the other officers finally arrive on the scene, they find Jess and Peter in the basement, with Jess cradling Peter's lifeless body. Her fear of him drove her to use a fire poker to put an end to his chances of killing her, and the authorities decide that he was the mastermind behind everything, driven insane by the idea of his unborn child being terminated. After administering sedation to Jess and placing her to sleep, the officers return to the station, leaving one officer on the porch. It's subsequently discovered that Billy is still in the house, now alone with Jess. The movie switches to a wide image of the sorority home, and we hear the phone start to ring inside just as the titles roll. Peter was not the real culprit in Black Christmas. Black Christmas is in part a murder mystery that does its utmost to make it look like Peter might be the killer. After he discovers that Jess is preparing to seek an abortion, he delivers an unhinged piano recital and afterwards smashes the piano with a microphone stand. He comes to the house when Jess is alone, explains that he's preparing to quit the music conservatory, and then informs her that they're going to get married. When Jess says that she won't marry him, that neither of them should drop out of college, and that she's still intending to get the abortion, Peter becomes upset, accusing her of wanting to hurt their kid. She makes him leave, but he is subsequently observed sneaking around outside the house. Jess also feels that Peter might be involved for the obscene phone calls when the caller utters the words exactly like having a wart removed, an echo of something that Peter said about her planned abortion. She subsequently discovers that it couldn't have been Peter, because he snuck up on her when she was on the phone listening to one of the calls. 
However, with Peter's unstable and threatening conduct it's little wonder that she felt he was the killer, especially when he starts investigating the basement only moments after the killer pursued her into it. But while he was clearly unpleasant and unstable, Peter didn't actually kill anyone. Black Christmas never tries to explain who Billy and Agnes are. The real killer in Black Christmas is never revealed, but since he identifies himself as Billy in his weird discussions, it's commonly accepted that that's his name. Director Bob Clark has disclosed that Billy and Agnes were siblings, and the picture alludes to some awful occurrence taking place in their childhood with Billy saying, don't tell them what they did. The sorority house could be a familiar haunt for Billy, which would explain why he chooses it as a target and has such intimate knowledge of its layout. It's also possible that Billy has some sort of connection to Mrs. Mack, whose first name is never revealed, perhaps she's Agnes, or one of the sorority sisters. Ultimately, though, the name, biography and motive of the perpetrator is deliberately left unknown. Not so in the 2006 version of Black Christmas, which decided to describe in great detail who Billy and Agnes were. In that movie it was revealed that Billy was a youngster with a condition that made his skin yellow, who watched his mother and her lover murdering Billy's father. Billy's mother confined him in the attic for the next 16 years and at one point raped her own son in order to produce a child. That child was Agnes, Billy's daughter-slash-sister, Agnes. Billy then killed his mother and stepfather and left Agnes terribly deformed and... Well, if it sounds like this complex backstory is less exciting than simply leaving the killer's origins unclear, then a lot of horror fans who have seen both versions of Black Christmas tend to agree. The True Meaning of Black Christmas Ending From start to end, Black Christmas is a joyously gloomy take on the holiday season, as the movie's title suggests. Christmas at the sorority home is a sleazy occasion and the film perverts many of the standard holiday stereotypes. Christmas is a time to remember and celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, yet the tale of Black Christmas is mostly centered around Jess' abortion. Mrs. Mack, the sorority's supposedly parental figure, is a heavy drinker who has liquor stashed all throughout the house like a drug addict. Phil's boyfriend, Patrick, dressed up as Santa Claus but swears coarsely in front of the children. Barb is shown plying a tiny child with whiskey and then exclaiming, I guess the little bugger schnozzled. And while a chorus of children sing to Jess, Barb is upstairs getting stabbed to death with the horn of a glass unicorn. It's no surprise, then, that the film's conclusion is equally pessimistic as the rest of it. There is one frightening aspect that's key to the meaning of Black Christmas ending, Billy only makes a phone call after he's killed someone. The first call in the movie likely announces the death of the high school student who was found in the neighboring park. He makes another call after killing Claire, then more calls after killing Mrs. Mack, Barb, and Phil. The ending of Black Christmas already heavily hints that Jess is doomed, since she's left alone in a house with a killer, unconscious and powerless. However, the sound of the phone ringing lends an added sting to the ending, since Billy making another phone call suggests that he has killed someone, and there's really only one person he could have killed. The End Check the description to watch this movie on demand platforms. Thank you for your participation in this community, I hope we were still able to deliver with this story. Let us know what you think of this story. And if you aren't already a part of this family, please subscribe to this channel and turn on the notification bell to receive videos as soon as they are released and to be eligible to win a variety of prizes from us. Check out the movie that is currently on your screen. It's also a fantastic one. Dovsia Television do it, do it, click it. Do it. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Check out the story that's currently on your screen, it's also a good one. If you aren't already a member of the family, you can subscribe to this channel for more fantastic stories like these. Hey! Thank you for your ongoing support, it is greatly appreciated. We'll see you in the next one. Dovsia TV